everyone. Welcome to our 156th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having one of our favorite beers of all time. Yep. Uh, it's called uh, Kentucky Bourbon Ale. Bar- barrel Ale. Barrel Ale. Mm-hmm. Kentucky Bourbon Barrel we, Ale. We have not had, that, had this on the podcast, No, have we? no, we haven't. No, I don't we believe we have. We had this in pre-podcast. Yeah. We were living in Colorado, and I had a conference at the Orlando Convention Center. Mm-hmm. And right down the street, there was, there was like nothing around the convention oh center. Oh my gosh, we, I know. We it's, didn't, we didn't it's have not a real like car, the huh? touristy area. Yeah, where the convention center is, it's away from Disney. It's mm-hmm. it's you know, it's just more downtown Orlando, not fun downtown Orlando, not like Disney Park downtown. Mm-hmm. Right. And right, right. Uh, I think the first night was when we went to Medieval Times. Yeah, right? that we took was a cab fun. Oh man, over yeah. medieval times and got hammered on sangria. Oh my cheering gosh, and that the, was so funny. For, yeah, what was our night? Yellow night or green? What were we? Um, no, I think we were. Were we blue night? I think we were blue night. I just remember it screaming, "Going down, red night! Going down, down, down! down. Red, red night going down!" down. Uh, but no, like, yeah, Seth was like sitting next to this man, and like he didn't speak English. But and then but like him and Seth were just like cheering and like having a good old time and neither one of them can hear or understand a word, word that each other were saying. Yeah, it was a blast. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, we had yeah, a really good that. time. Um, but then the next night, mm-hmm. we were trying to figure out like, well, we're not going to go out out. So what is there to do? There was nothing like immediately in the area, so we had to walk like a mile. It seemed like mm-hmm. down like just nothing, and then there was this little shopping center. And they had this Irish pub. I do not remember the name of the pub. Dang, I know me either. Um, but they had two things that were the best things that ever had. Oh, yes. The first thing <laughs> was this beer. I was like, oh, man. Cont-. And this is when this type of stuff was just getting started. I had never had a beer that had been aged in bourbon barrels before. Right, I And know. it makes sense that it's coming out of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, we have this beer called Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. It was, we bought it because it was the highest alcohol percentage by volume, uh-huh. drink on the menu. On the menu. <laughs> and we we're like, well, let's try it. We bring it out, and it's the freaking nectar of the gods. Oh, my god! Best thing ever. Yeah. And uh, I just loved it. We had like two or three of those. I got drunk um, just drinking a few of them. Yeah. And I don't remember what we had for dinner. Maybe I had like fish and chips or something. Yeah, probably something like that. But the second best thing they had there, or what? the other best I, thing. Maybe I had like a cottage pie or something i can't remember maybe um but they had the best bread pudding i'd ever had in my life oh my gosh yes the best bread pudding ever and Mm -hmm. i love bread pudding like i like shitty bread pudding too i like i don't know i guess i don't know if i i don't know like like it with too much raisins oh you gotta go easy on the raisins for me yeah do whatever else you want put syrup caramel put ice cream on it just Maybe, I, I, I like a few, I like some raisins in there, mm-hmm. maybe not a whole bunch, well, some, but, yeah, but yeah. Some, sometimes I think it's just like all raisins or dates or, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a fruitcake. I'm like, no, I know, no. yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. The, it was the best though. It was the best bread pudding And they ever. served it with vanilla ice cream uh-huh. and this caramel sauce went on it. And oh yeah. It was delicious. But anyway, we had the Kentucky bourbon barrel L there for the first time. Mm-hmm. Could not find it. Yeah, I mean, what for year was years. this? This was what, 2014, 15? Yeah, one of the, it was 2015, I believe. 2015. Uh-huh. And 
did not never could find this beer. They didn't have it in Colorado when we get back. Yeah. When, we get moved, when we went back um, after the conference, we moved to Oklahoma, and they sure as hell didn't have it here. Mm-mm. And then all of a sudden, we were in our liquor store a couple months ago. Yeah. And we're just walking by, and there, I see it oh. right out of the corner of my eye. Yeah, like a shining beacon. <laughs> Yeah. And I bought all that they had. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I made Seth drink it. Mm-hmm. We came home and had it. Well, yeah, so they, they not only have uh, the bourbon barrel ale, mm. but they also have a few different other ones. And what, yeah. uh, like a cream. The vanilla porter. Vanilla porter. It's a vanilla cream porter. Uh-huh. Um, and it's delicious. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's really good. But they're peanut butter. Oh, yeah, duh. they have a peanut yeah. butter beer. Yeah, so that, we had to like get all of them. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, for a, a beer, beer. Yeah, this is it. Uh-huh. But like a, a sweet, because I don't like dessert beers. I uh-huh. don't like sweet beers. I can handle like some. Mm-hmm. I've had some really good like blueberry kinds, like the mm-hmm. one we had in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Was my favorite blueberry beer at ever. Oh, it was gosh. called a blueberry pancake beer. Was, it was delicious. Yeah, um, but like their Kentucky, pancake. their their peanut butter. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah out of this world yeah. i mean if anybody is listening you know i'm a huge peanut butter fan mm-hmm. so it was i couldn't believe how good that stuff tasted yeah. and it's all super high in alcohol so uh-huh. it's great yeah. yeah it's delicious yeah yeah really good stuff yeah yep. <laughs> yeah uh so this week we are going to be talking about having foresight in your marriage or in your relationship mm-hmm. uh we we know that we've we've touched on like probably quite a quite a few things that uh you you may hear on this episode today mm-hmm. but because i guess we're here to help you like <laughs> see what should what how you should handle i guess maybe certain distractions or stuff that comes up in your marriage or in your relationship and yeah, just how to handle it. Well, you know, we, we've done an episode on um, above all your relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was the name of it. And the point of it was obviously in the title, to put mm-hmm. your relationship above everything. Mm-hmm. But we really use that as being above friends, family, work, stress, all these things mm-hmm. that, that uh, you know, you should make. It's really just making your marriage a priority. This one, while it, it I think it ties in very well with this, Yeah, it's more about... Being able to look at situations, and we'll talk specifically about some of these situations, but being able to look at any situation and having the respect and the foresight to say, if I do this, how could this negatively impact my relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I've used the example on here a few times where I'm like, you know, something happens, you do a root, root cause analysis on why did it in, end up being this way. We got in this fight because of this and then you go in reverse and you look at the chain of events and if you follow this type of advice and having that foresight you don't have to backtrack and figure out what went wrong yeah i know you have to blatantly then make a decision that you're going to put whatever whatever fill in the blank is is more important than your relationship mm-hmm. yeah yes i know so you know with this we were like because there is certain situations that you go through as a couple and you know everybody goes through stuff that that could negatively impact Mm -hmm. your relationship i mean we've talked about it for like 
uh, guys night and girls night out and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And these are the things that you really want to to look at so you don't make big mistakes yeah. in your relationship. And I, I think we, we just really thought it would be real helpful <laughs> for for all of you to, you know, what whatever you're going through or whatever prevent you from going, going yeah may I mean, come it, up this is really those those preventative not even maintenance just just really preventative steps that you need to take mm -hmm. um that once again if you you know if you're married your relationship should be number one priority mm -hmm. and this is how you can continually ensure that it is and basically prove that to your partner mm -hmm. and yourself that your relationship is above everything yeah yeah, we, so, yeah, there, there's just, I don't know, I'm trying to think, like, exactly, you know, what kind of, what kind of situations that people go through mm -hmm. that, um, that we can, I guess, share that with everyone, like, what... <laughs> what is Specific it example. yeah yeah i mean, I mean there, there's a there's a hundred thousand of them out there um but you have to really think about what the end result could be so i mean if you talk about anything that's excluding your partner whether that's um taking a trip without them whether that's going and doing an event without them whether that's um, going to a party without them whether that whatever that is when you decide to go do something without your partner and they are excluded you have to be able to think how could this negatively impact our relationship? Mm -hmm. And it may not even be immediate. It may not be, well, I decided to go do this thing without my partner and excluded them, and now we have all these problems. Mm -hmm. But what that does is it can start to slowly build separation and resentment in the relationship. And we don't think about that separation and that resentment until it's too late. Yeah. And that's really, once again, having the foresight to be able to say what it is. And it's not to scare you <laughs> from doing everything. And part of this isn't necessarily on the person making the decision. Mm -hmm. The person that is feeling excluded has to speak up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You, you, Your partner doesn't, I don't want to say what they're doing is wrong anyway. Their partner can't just know how you feel. Mm -hmm. They're not going to, they, yeah, they, they don't they yeah they don't know how you feel unless you say something and they sure as shit aren't gonna know how you feel if you're like well that's fine have fun yeah i know you know and yeah because stuff like this you you do see couples uh, you see so many people just i think we you know we talked we talk about it on i think our jealousy episode where People don't want to admit that they have any kind of jealous type feelings. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And because they don't speak up and admit it in the beginning, stuff like this ends up happening and stuff like this comes up eventually. Yeah. And you have to let your partner know from the very beginning how you feel about it. Yeah. Because eventually it will blow up mm -hmm. and you will, it, it'll be far worse than what it would have been if mm -hmm. you would have just spoke up to begin with. Yep. And I think another part of it is that 
the other partner that is doing whatever else without the without the partner without the partner saying well i guess with the partner if the partner (laughs) does say hey i'm not okay with this you need to understand and recognize that your partner isn't okay with it and that those are their feelings Mm -hmm. and whether you like it or not or whether it's going to mess up your plans with your friends you need to have that respect for your partner to to at least have a conversation about yeah. it and and that's where the true communication and compromise comes in mm-hmm. um you know we, we we talked outside of the podcast not too long ago about are there you know we we don't believe in win-lose situations that we're one partner gets exactly what they want. The other one doesn't get anything they want. And if, and you can apply this to all kinds of stuff. But if, if, if you're a girl and you're like, well, I want to go on girls night this weekend. And your husband's like, no, I don't want you to. Well, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Because you're either going to say, well, I don't care that you don't want me to go and I'm going to go. And your husband's going to feel rejected and neglected and left out. Or you're, you're going to stay home and then you're going to resent your husband because he kept you from having a good time. Mm-hmm. So what's the compromise? Yeah. We choose, not forcefully, just based on the nature of our relationship, we don't participate in those things anyway. Yeah. So that type of scenario is a non-issue for us. Mm -hmm. We don't do girls' night and we don't do guys' night. Mm -hmm. We do our night. Yeah. Or we do couples' nights. Yeah. Uh I know. Even just last night, we had a double date (laughs) with, with my stepson and his girlfriend. Yeah. And... So, yeah, like, we choose each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And choosing each other, and hopefully you're not like, I need a break from <laughs> yeah. from my partner. And I think that that's how it ends up being anyway, is they're, you're not with the right person, so you end up needing a break yeah. from your partner. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, we don't need a break from each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing. It's like, choose the right person and you won't need a break from them. You will want to hang out with them. You will want to do fun things together. You know, I, I hear people, um, and it's usually women, that say, it's not necessarily that I need a break from my husband. I need a break from my kids. Mm-hmm. But then they leave the husband with the kids. Or they get a babysitter and then they each go do their own thing. Yeah. You're still not doing stuff with your partner when yeah. you do that. And that doesn't create a healthy environment <clears throat> for your relationship. Well, I think that sometimes I think women want to leave the kids with the partner so... He can see what it's like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that it's just... It's it's like, well, you, you haven't had to deal with this for this long. You take care of them. Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy. That's not a healthy way to, to, to be. I mean, you, (laughs) I get, I guess I get it. Like you do want to break from your kids, but why should you have to take a break from your partner? Yeah. And shouldn't you and your partner be able to go and enjoy yourselves together Mm -hmm. and not go out with your friends? Or if you wanted to go out with friends, do it together. Yeah. Do it as a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, and I think that that's where looking at those things, I mean, even even that example right there, I'm going to go out. 
I'm going to go do something. You stay home and watch the kids. Mm-hmm. How can that negatively impact your relationship? You know, how, how can choosing pretty much anything, I mean, it's such a broad option of, of examples um, that people can can use when you're choosing, you know, family, when you're choosing, you know, other family that you're putting. Yeah, not your spouse. Yeah, that you're putting above your your partner. If you have that very needy sibling or a very needy parent mm-hmm. that is drawing attention away from your relationship and your partner and drawing your attention away from your partner, there could be negative impacts on that. And there's little things like that that most people aren't going to say, hey, you've got to quit spending so much time with your mom mm-hmm. because you're neglecting me. Because people think, A, you sound jealous, B, you sound controlling, mm-hmm. and C, it's complete irrational. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if your partner is feeling those things, if they're feeling embarrassed about feeling that way because they feel jealous, because they they feel, you know, uh, you know, stepped over, they, they feel like they've been neglected, those other words I've, I've been saying this whole time, the end result is still your partner feels a negative way. Mm-hmm. There's some negative impact. And, and that goes back to your point. That little thing may not... Partners won't bring that up Mm-mm. because of, of what I just said. They're they're embarrassed to bring it up, and 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 sometimes you know partners and, and you know we've talked about this off off camera. You know, we you know I will go through something where I truly am like, well, this isn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's it's not you know whatever. Yeah, it's it is what it is, and I'm not upset about it. And it's 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 not even a thought. There's not even a pause where I'm like wait, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. It literally is like, oh, okay. And then come time for whatever this is to happen, I realize, oh my gosh, I have a problem with this. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. And it's too late for me to say anything. Mm-hmm. And so it, it builds up and then it ends up being, you know, not a fight, but it can end up being a negative impact on a relationship. Mm-hmm. The, the benefit that we have is we do talk about it. Mm-hmm. We do sit down. We do have conversations about it. And those are things that when you talk about communication, that's real communication. Yeah. Having a true dialogue with true resolve for however small an issue could be. Mm-hmm. That's true communication. And I think everybody tends to hold on to things until, like you said, it explodes or it builds up and then... It's not necessarily too late, but it's the, the partner that now being exploded on is like, why did you not say anything? Yeah, like, why didn't you make? Why didn't you make sure that you let me know that you felt this way and this wouldn't be such a big deal? Mm-hmm. And they don't think. I mean, they won't tell you that. Like in the moment, in the heat of the moment, it's gonna be a bad conversation. It's going yeah. to be you're gonna be yelling at each other and saying that you. You know, you chose you chose your friends over me, or you mm-hmm. chose this over me, and and they eventually wonder, like, geez, well, how long have you felt like this? Mm-hmm. And it's just easier to, even though it's hard, even though it's hard to talk about, and it's hard to bring up again because you're because you risk looking like a crazy person or a controlling a asshole. controlling yeah. yeah 
Like, you still should let them know. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I see, I see it going two different ways. I, I see either you listen and acknowledge what your partner is feeling Mm -hmm. and you stay home Mm -hmm. (laughs) or i see you going out telling your all your girlfriends or guy friends how your partner reacted and what they thought about this and you telling them about it and then your friends saying oh they're just fucking crazy yeah they're crazy you why why are they treating you like this you're not gonna do anything stupid Mm -hmm. but you don't know well you just need to respect what your partner how your partner feels period and there will always be different types of scenarios that you that can happen that you would have never thought would happen just by going to lunch with your friends Mm -hmm. or i mean i think girls night i think that that is just an accident waiting to happen yeah i mean there's there's nothing i don't think there's anything good that can come out of that and and to be fair when we say girls night we're talking about girls going out getting all dressed up going and grabbing a bite to eat and then going club hopping and dancing all night we're not talking about girls going over to another girl's house hanging out watching chick flicks or girls going to a uh, a pinot palais for the night together mm-hmm. or things like that we're talking about putting yourself in a situation where you could be perceived as single mm-hmm. or wanting to act single mm-hmm. that's what we mean and that's what we mean with guys and i'm talking i'm not talking about guys going out or going over to another dude's house for poker night mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not talking about a group of guys going to a baseball game together mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about guys going out and somebody being like, hey, let's hit the strip club. Or mm-hmm. Guys really don't. I mean, if married guys are at a club, that's weird. Mm-hmm. You should never see a group of married dudes at a club. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. That, that, that be... makes less sense than a group of married dudes at the strip club. But at oh, least the man. group of married dudes at the strip club, chances are they're there because the strippers look better than their wives and their wives don't well, touch Put them. out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I know. Um, but, so... so, I mean, even with... I, I know that you're, you're saying... I... I I agree. I agree with with that. But <laughs> I think that even still, even if a woman goes to, and I guess this is going to be probably sound bad for for people that are really jealous people. Like, I don't know. I just think that it's like <laughs> with some people that are really jealous and controlling i guess it's like get over it but i think that other little things can happen that you don't know about even if you go to pino's palais or whatever or pino's palette mm-hmm. and um and you're just hanging out with the girls but one of the girls recently got divorced mm-hmm. and She's talking shit about her relationship and or her old relationship and this and that. And they are they all start bagging on their husbands mm-hmm. and every woman that is there that is talking shit about their husband. Most of the time, nine times out of ten that I've seen, 
I've I always see women kind of like they all get in it on it together. Yeah, it's like sharks and blood in the water. Yeah, and they're like, oh my gosh, blah blah blah. You know, he did this and he did that, and I mean, it's not it's not going to. How is that going to be good at for all your for your relationship? Even well, something you know, simple like that. Just to play devil's advocate, because I know that what these people are thinking mm-hmm. is they don't see any harm in that. That it's okay to vent about the problems you're you have with your partner. That that's a safe environment to vent in. I will say, if you haven't told, if you have told your partner all of those concerns or whatever that you're telling your friends, mm-hmm. okay, maybe there's. And then you have to acknowledge you're married to an idiot. Yeah, and you look stupid for staying with that idiot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I I think that there's. You know, one of the things that the sexes don't really understand, and and I guess to kind of go off of what you're saying, um, and maybe backpedal a little bit on what I was addressing with, you know, because I I tend to go through to the, not really the the worst case scenario, but the the typical what most people would have a problem with. Most women and most men don't see issues with non-threatening social interactions. Mm-hmm. Or it's just women with women, or it's just guys with guys mm-hmm. doing guy things, or girls mm-hmm. doing girl things, mm-hmm. where there's no other sexes involved, where there's no, or maybe it's even a gay guy, yeah, mm-hmm. where there's no there's no threat of getting hit on mm-hmm. or finding yourself in a precarious situation. But there are even those you take the the extremes of going to the strip clubs going. You know, going to Twin Peaks and Hooters, going to, you know, you know, a guy's trip to Vegas with hookers and blow, whatever you want to put in there. In the sex's circle, the opposite sex is really completely ignorant on what the conversations are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and kind of to your point, if, if you know, if, if the guys, you know, going to poker night at his buddy's house and one of the dudes is recently divorced mm-hmm. or he's still single. And he pulls out his phone and he's showing off all the the tits and asses of all the girls he's banging on the side. Are wives okay with that? Mm-hmm. And and I think that a lot of wives would probably say they are. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of wives aren't, even though they say they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you wouldn't want me no. <laughs> staring at some naked woman. Mm-hmm. And and so I think that those are things that once again, you hear that and you're immediately like, I I I think what happens, and and maybe it's just me because because I am a jealous person because I I do have issue with that I do have issue with, um, you know, you paying anyone attention that's not me, mm-hmm. especially I'm, I'm talking guys specifically, but. But I could, I, I could very well see myself, if you had a girlfriend that you chose to start doing all of these things with and not me, I don't think I'd feel as threatened as if you were hanging out with a guy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think there would be a little problem with that. Yeah. Um, but I think what happens is when you hear these things initially, when, you know, or, or you find out about them or your partner decides to share with you what they happened or it comes up at a later date and time. You know, one of the things that these these type of weird little events and incidents tend to leak out in odd ways. Yeah. So the guys are at poker night and there's six dudes sitting around the table and the single guy is 
you know, showing whether it's little video clips of him banging some random chick or, or, you know, nudes that some girl is sending him that he's hitting up on Tinder and all this stuff. And he's trying to show off what he has because How cool it is to be yeah, single. <laughs> he thinks it's cool to be single. And mm-hmm. what you have at that table of those six guys is the five other guys, four of them are thinking, well, wow, that piece of ass he's getting is way hotter than what I'm married to. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am missing out on something. And then there's the fifth guy that is really trying to figure out why is this idiot think that this is cool? Yeah. Because he's just putting on a show mm-hmm. and he's lonely. Mm-hmm. And this ain't going to last. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess I'm kind of describing what I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what ends up happening is, you know, two, three weeks later or two, three months later, a couple of those people, maybe you're a couple friends with one, you know, yeah, each one of other. Yeah, the other couples or And whatever. you go out to dinner and, you know, if it's a guy like me, I'm coming home and telling my wife how the idiot, how idiot um, Dave mm-hmm. is acting. Like, oh my gosh, I went to play poker Dave freaking whipped out his phone and start showing off you know all these nudes these chick these like girls that are 10 years younger than him that he thinks are hot mm-hmm. and he's just a, he looks like a desperate old creeper, creeper yeah and all the other dudes were all enamored with it and mm-hmm. looking at his phone and and i think even if i'm to tell you that i think there's there's this initial like kind jolt. Of, of, of jolt and twinge of yeah. what the fuck you you saw someone else naked on somebody's phone uh-huh. which you don't even you feel almost dumb vocalizing that. Getting mad and jealous or whatever about it. Because yeah. technically, quote unquote, nothing even happened. Right. It well, was, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I go back to like the 70s show when uh, uh, Jackie's mom accidentally flashed hide and red. And Red's <laughs> yeah. like, what did you want me to do? Kitty, rip my eyes from my head? Yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to do when someone's like, hey, look at this? And you're like, what? Oh, my gosh. What, what are you doing? Uh-huh. And but there are a lot of married men that be like what? And they grab the phone and they're like, let me see. Yeah. And, and they're they're you know chances are I could probably guess how their sex <clears throat> life or their wife looks at that point based mm-hmm. on their reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but then what ends up happening is you know uh, somebody like me tells my partner about what's going on, and then you know a couple of weeks, like I said, a couple of weeks, couple months later, there's a few of you at some social event, and somebody brings it up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and says what happened and then one partner doesn't know about it they don't hear about it yeah and then they're jolted in a public setting and you know some guys like oh my gosh did you see that girl's tits she had the she had the perfect tits i've ever seen in front of like because he's a clueless idiot and he says that shit in front of his wife who puts up with it uh-huh and then oh the couple God. that actually has the good relationship now has a problem yeah i know well the but i i would i would i would still say that the couple that has the good relationship is the one that actually told the spouse yeah they knew that. about it yeah. yeah but i think that another couple that maybe didn't tell the partner that that all of this happened and they were one of the types that the didn't you know the didn't want to say that they're a jealous person anyway mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden this comes out and they're like what the fuck yeah you know why didn't you tell me mm-hmm. then it looks like somebody's hiding something yeah it looks like somebody should be guilty of something and you go back to something you know quote unquote never even happened mm-hmm. it was out of their control it was somebody else 
but someone now still feels very hurt mm-hmm. because of that. And and I think even in the world of crazy probability, you have to decide almost mathematically what percentage of chance of something bad happening is worth damaging your relationship. Yeah. And that's what people have to look at is when they they put themselves in these in these situations. I'm not saying, you know, I I know that we choose to do everything together. Mm-hmm. And we know that we are quite the anomaly. Mm-hmm. That other people that may say they do that don't have the funds and the resources to go do stuff with other people anyway. So they think they're like us. Mm-hmm. But that's not it. That's different. It's because they can't go do those things. Mm-hmm. We absolutely choose to do things together. Yeah. And the big benefit of being stuck up each other's ass <laughs> you don't have to fucking deal with this stuff. I know. Mm-hmm. And it, it 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 we are very very quick to acknowledge and understand threats, inconveniences, anything. Because, you know, we we don't want to have conflict with each other. No. We don't want to have confrontation with one another. You know, and I I I've, I've said it on here before that if I had a couple of guys that were like, oh, hey, you know, we're going to go. And I just found out, you know, by accident a week ago, one of my childhood very close friends moved back. Mm-hmm. Um, we were together yeah, uh-huh. at a bar. Yeah, we were. And they walked in. It was it was him and one of the, one of the other, this other guy I grew up with. Mm-hmm. They walked in and sat down and we hung out with him all night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they reached out and said, hey, let's go get a drink. I would not say, hey, honey, is it okay if I go get a beer? Yeah. I would be like, all right, what time do we need to be there? Yeah. And Crystal would come with me. Yeah. And it's not because I'm worried Crystal's going to get mad at me. Uh It's 100% legitimate. I don't want to do stuff without her. Yeah. Uh And and people have a very hard, people that don't do that with their partner don't understand why people do. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're on the opposite side. And they're like, fuck, why are you bringing her? Yeah. That's what some people would, well, I mean. Yeah, and then it would be like, well, what's, why, why wouldn't she be able to come? What kind of shit are you trying, shit to, get are into? You trying to get into that, yeah. that her being here would ruin it? Mm-hmm. Which is funny because when I was a young man. You would have been that. You yeah, were that Yeah, I was dude. like, get your chick out. What the fuck did you bring her for? <laughs> why is she here? <laughs> This is guys' night, man. Beat it. <laughs> Hot dogs only. Tacos not allowed. <laughs> but I think that, like, thank God you have grown up, you know? Well, it's, I, yes, I, I think it's some of that, but I think it still goes back to, because I wasn't like this. Finding the right wife. partner. It's uh-huh. with, it's who you're with. Yeah. Because you want to be with me. who you're with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I and, and that's 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 the that's the the I guess I'll say funny thing about it. If if one of my friends is like, "Hey, man, I I won this all paid expenses vacation for two people to go to the Super Bowl. We've got front row seats. We get a hotel. We get this." I would immediately try to figure out how to get him to give me the ticket so I could take you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even if that didn't happen, and even if you were like, hey, no, I am, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, 
I get it. You can go. Mm-hmm. Option A, if I went, I wouldn't have as good a time if you weren't there. I, I find know. myself, even when I go and travel, if I, I hate going on travel by myself. And I've went with other people. I've taken other people. Mm-hmm. I've been on travel with other people. And I just miss you the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be there without you, especially if it's somewhere we've been together. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I'm like, it's God, like, I just yeah. remember all the fun stuff that we did. And yeah. Or, but I mean, even if we haven't been somewhere together, you're always like, oh, man, like we could we could be doing this stuff mm-hmm. together. Yeah. We She would enjoy this and that. But even in the Super Bowl scenario, if I've got my bag packed and I'm getting ready to leave and you stop me in front of the door... And dropped all your clothes <laughs> and said, do you want to go to the Super Bowl or do you want to tap this ass for the millionth time? <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, Tom Brady. <laughs> sorry, Tom Brady. I'm, I'm tapping that tapping ass. That ass. <laughs> yeah. You know? I know. And, and, and I think that that's, and I, I know people would, would laugh and be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's no way. But that that's how up each other's asses we are. Yeah, I know. And and I know people and, would be and, like, that's unhealthy. Yeah, people <laughs> are going to be like, that is not how a relationship should should be. They think that you need time apart mm-hmm. and you need, and you need your space own life. And yeah, yeah, you need to, your own identity and all this. And we can, you can have, you can still have your own identity. We still are our own people, our own person. Yeah. Mm-hmm and and it's okay like i'm not like seth and he's not like me but we love each other so much that we just want to spend our time together yeah and that's okay that's okay for you to want to spend your time with your partner well and and that's why you know when people push back on things like that and they're like that's not healthy well what's why is it unhealthy Mm -hmm. what what has happened that is so unhealthy that we that we have sex all the time that we get along every day that we have passion with one another that we have compassion for one another that we have all of this shit in common what the fuck is so unhealthy about that mm-hmm. because that seems a hell of a lot healthier than you guys out there that have your own life and your own you know identities aside from your partner where you guys do all your own shit and you barely have sex and you fight all the fucking time and you hate your kids and you talk shit about your partner you how the fuck on, is that healthy you go go on trips without each yeah. other you yeah spend most of your time away from each other the only people that say that that's unhealthy are people that do not want to spend that amount of time with their partner mm-hmm. and they try to justify something really good and make it look bad mhm yeah i mean yeah. That, that's it I know. And like I said before, show me a couple. <laughs> that's what that, I was just getting ready yeah, to say. Doesn't do things mm-hmm. together, that fight, that don't have that much sex, that's fucking happier than we are. Mm-hmm. I know. Show me I'll a couple, wait. yeah, that that does do all of that stuff, yeah. that, that is away does from each other. Healthy stuff. Yeah, yeah. That is happier than we are, that has as much, as much sex as we do, that jokes around with each other as much as we do, that is truly happy mm-hmm. uh, you you will not be able to show me one person or one yeah. couple I, I and that's where if people are like yeah well i don't i don't have that with my partner you're with the wrong fucking partner mm-hmm. yeah because i didn't have that in any other relationship i've been <clears> in <throat> me ever. either no Mm-mm. and i think that that's what's I mean, and, and you won't until you're with 
the right you won't person. know you won't know yeah. <clears throat> i know it's like um was it are we were we just listening to just some some of our old relation or old podcasts where we were talking about that or was that like maybe it was raising the bar the last episode that we just mm-hmm. did because um, we've been listening to other stuff quite a bit. I've been trying to find little clips. To yeah. Share. yeah. But, you know, just like wanting to be with your partner more than anything. It's like, it's just the best. It's just the best feeling in the world to mm-hmm. to have your best friend with you all the time. And... Not only that, like, this best friend is the ultimate best friend that, like, you not only do all of the fun things together, but you have passion, you have, you have sex with each other, you, like, just do every little thing together, mm-hmm. and every little thing that you do together is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And Simple things. Yeah. Little, tiny, simple things that, you know, you don't think about with other people, but you just, you just don't know that you're unhappy Mm -hmm. if, when you're in a bad relationship, yeah, you don't realize how unhappy you are until you get out and you find something that you're actually, you actually find true happiness. Yeah, for sure. And maybe we were just talking about it. Maybe it was just like. I think we may have. You know, and I, you know, it, it, it's very, I know, I know we, you know, one of our, our big mantra is good relationships don't take hard work, but it really is the equivalent of the find a job you love to do and you'll never work, you'll a day never in work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with the relationships. Find the partner that's right for you and you'll never work a day in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and some of you just real shitty at picking your job. Yeah. And and you're stuck in a job you hate, mm-hmm. and you're stuck in a job you don't like, and you're stuck in a job that you have to do, and and all of these things that that make you unhappy, and and it all just starts to build up over time. Mm-hmm. But I do think you know all of that stuff we just said. That's where the foresight comes in. Mm-hmm. I mean, if and then that's why I. I, I know it just seems, I think for the people that think it feels or sounds just so restrictive, you have competing priorities, if that's how you feel. And and one of the keys of having a truly connected, happy, effortless marriage is what we said at the beginning. Your partner and your marriage is the number one priority. Mm-hmm. It's more important than guy's night. It's more important than girl's night. Is more important than catching up with friends. It's more important than hanging out with family. It's more important than, you know, going to lunch with whoever. That that you're, and it's not that you shouldn't or should not do those things, or your Ever, partner shouldn't whatever. allow you to do those. Yeah. But you still have to look at them from the perspective of if this is an issue for my partner, I am choosing something over my own marriage. Mm -hmm. Right, wrong, or indifferent. If it feels controlling, if it feels whatever. And if you hit that point and you feel like you're sacrificing what you want to do 
because of something your partner wants to do, that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. Because for us, it's not a sacrifice. No, no. And I think that's the big difference. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you're sacrificing in your relationship to go do something outside of your relationship, that says about all I need to know about your relationship. Oh, yeah, I know. I think that like they people that are that do feel like they're sacrificing they they really they really don't want to be with their partner all the time mm-hmm. and they are they they're like fuck why why would i choose you why would why would i want to hang out with you when i can hang out with my friend mm-hmm. <laughs> and it should be why why wouldn't I want to hang out with my partner? Yeah, why would I hang out? Why, why, why would, would I hang, I hang out with, with my you friend? Over yeah, my partner? yeah. Well, and, and we we are really talking about some very one percent shit. Mm-hmm. But I equate it to what you see. Any other category where there's one percent of success of, mm-hmm. of extreme success, you aren't willing to do what it takes to be in that one percent. Mm-hmm. You aren't willing to miss girls' night to be in that one percent. You aren't willing to miss guys night to be in that one percent you aren't willing to not go on that trip without your partner to be in the one percent you're not willing to do you know whether you want to say it's effortless sacrificial whatever you want to say if you aren't willing to do it you don't want to be in the one percent of the happy marriages Mm -hmm. and that's really what it boils down to Mm -hmm. is you aren't willing to do what it takes to be in that type of relationship Mm -hmm. i know but I think that if you if they wanted to be if they if they were with the right person it wouldn't matter it wouldn't feel like mm-hmm. again like you're sacrificing like it's sacrificing your work yeah, yeah like they like they had to you wouldn't feel like you had to get away from them you wouldn't feel like you see that you want you don't want to you want to spend time with your friends. You wouldn't have you wouldn't feel those feelings because above all else you want to spend time with your partner instead of everyone else. But I think that what do you say to the listener that is like no, I want that with my current marriage. We are not there. We are not there. I have my own shit, she has her own shit. We have sex once a month. Mm-hmm. We want to get where where you're at. Because the message can't continually be, you got to find somebody else. I know. Because th- they're probably going to suck at finding another partner just like <laughs> they did the one they're with. That's probably So the, I, I think that that's where I'm like, you know, yes, well, we say good relationships don't take hard work. Mm-hmm. And we've been fortunate with one another that we picked the right partner for our styles, our personalities, our needs, our wants, our desires, our sexual chemistry, our humor everything that we have that makes us us Mm -hmm. there are still other people that are like well i want that with who i am Mm -hmm. and i don't think they're gonna have exactly what we have but Mm -hmm. i do think that that's where i i kind of get into the well then you need to start doing what it takes Mm -hmm. to replicate what our behaviors are, and mm-hmm. it's probably going to feel like work for you. It probably is going to feel like sacrifice for you. I mean, it'll look, look feel at like... it the same thing as the gym. 
I think when we initially started going to the gym, it probably felt like like we were sacrificing social lives. We were sacrificing hanging out with friends. We were sacrificing eating the foods and the drinks we wanted to have all the time Mm -hmm. so we could go to the gym. But we've been doing it to this point now for over a decade that it doesn't feel like that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I try to to at least get a little hopeful that that may be what marriages can do as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that, I mean, like, like I said last week, the the consistency yeah in in doing those little things every day and every week or whatever you have to consistently do things and consistently choosing your partner consistent consistently talking to your partner understanding their needs under, understanding their concerns their feelings and all of that and then making sure that that you both are voicing your own opinions on on what you feel on how you feel i guess mm-hmm. make sure you're doing that consistently and then doing the small consistent little things for your partner that they love and they like that will then turn into everything not feeling like work because it just becomes habitual yeah at that point, mm-hmm. yeah, but and that's where I'm going to the, the those first initial steps. Like I said, are going to feel like work. It's mm-hmm. going to feel like sacrifice. Yeah. It's going to feel like like compromise and all these other things that you know. When we sit there and say we don't have to think about it, it's just muscle memory for us to do this. You you will have to develop that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. If if you aren't wanting to start over and you you want this to you know work out with your partner. Uh, if you're heading down a dark path, I think part of that is going to be the work you put into it. Mm-hmm. And that's doing those things. It is making those, like I said, feels like sacrifices. But I- I'm hopeful that over time, that will be become habitual for them. Mm-hmm. And well, it's not work and it's not sacrifice. It is. Mm-hmm. This is our lifestyle. I know. Yeah. And I think that, like, when when those little things do happen, though, like, when your partner does tell you how they feel and, you know, that they they don't feel comfortable with you doing the girls' night thing or the guys' night thing, you really have to, you can't look at it and be resentful towards them because they didn't let you go. I think that you you really need to try to understand. Didn't let you go or didn't want you to go? I guess didn't want you to go. I'm just, I guess that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Because if you look at it like they didn't let you go, mm-hmm. then you are going to be resentful. Yeah. But, but it would it be the same thing for didn't want you to go would be or would it be what you want that woman to say is i get to stay home with my husband tonight Mm -hmm. not i can't go i have to stay home with my husband Mm -hmm. yeah i know i know well and and i think that that happens a lot in relationships like when when people they really they think like oh, I have to do this mm-hmm. or I have to do that. Like you should be like, I, and I, I guess like, I've, 
I've even had it happen like in my in my previous relationship where I wanted my my ex to go with me to parties and you know family mm-hmm. events and stuff and I remember like him not wanting to go and I'm always I'm always the type of person that is like well then like I don't I don't want to make you. I want you to want to go. Yeah. You know, I think that a lot of people are like that. I think mm-hmm. that most everybody is like that. You want someone to want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want them to, you don't want to force it on them. And having that feeling of, of force and, and just not wanting to do something, it, it doesn't make it any better when they, when they do go. Yeah. Well, because it immediately turns into a win-lose. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's where part of the the steps that the reluctant partner needs to take is, I don't know if this is the best advice. Don't say, I don't want to go, but I'll go. Mm-hmm. Because you just kind of gave it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. That, that's tough because it's like you're still forcing somebody to do something they don't want to do. I know. And it's not a compromise. Yeah. It is a win-lose situation. It's just the winner doesn't know they won. Uh They think it was a compromise. Uh Uh-huh. I know. You know? Yeah. So it's like, what's, you know? (laughs) What's the real compromise? What what is the real compromise? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are things like that that obviously are going to come up very regularly in a relationship. Mm -hmm. There's going to be things happen where one partner has commitments or things that they have to do. And... Well, I, maybe I'm thinking too much about it. Option A is we don't go to all. We we don't go at all. I go without you, or we go together. Mm-hmm. And if you say I don't go at all, and I'm going to be mad that you made me miss this, I go without you. I'm going to be upset that you didn't want to go with me, or we go together. It is we go together. Yeah. It's always we go together. But what if the partner is upset that? Once again, they have to go. <laughs> they should look at it like I get to go with my partner. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean that that should be the approach. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, once again, if the ultimate goal is to do things together yeah. and spend time together, why would you not want to go? Mm-hmm. Why Why would you want your partner to go by themselves? Oh my gosh! I and know. most partners aren't going to be like, I don't want you to do that. Uh-huh. That's, I mean, that that's that's a pretty extreme, small percentage of 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 partners, and and I would tend to say that's mostly males that would say this. I know there's some females that would be like, no, you are not going to this because I don't like that guy or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, <clears throat> and I, I think that part him. part of it is the, uh, you know, once again, we're a package deal. I don't I don't go anywhere that you don't go. Yeah, I know, and like. I don't know. Like I think that and me as a as a friend too, like I wouldn't expect one of my friends to be like me to ask them to go out and do something and then mm-hmm. them be like, Well, um <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm just like <laughs> I'm I'm thinking I don't expect them to not bring their partner. Mm-hmm. Like I would, you know, I mean, obviously they would know that you would be there too, but I wouldn't do the, ugh, 
really you're gonna bring him mm-hmm. <laughs> type thing and i mean i guess well, i mean case in point is what we have coming up at the end of the month mm-hmm. i don't know if we talked about it on here crystal won oh yeah through her well i earned earned yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> a free trip to punta cana in the dominican republic mm-hmm. and of course she's bringing me yeah and there's a ton of women that are not bringing their husbands. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, how does that even happen? Why Because when, I like I said earlier, I, when I'm like, when you're, when somebody out there is like, why do you have to do everything with your spouse? I'm on the complete opposite. I'm like, why don't you do everything with your spouse? Mm-hmm. Because I, once again, I know how. And if you're sitting there on your side saying, why do you bring your spouse to everything? Because this is so much better without my spouse. Mm-hmm. Once again, that says everything I need to know about your relationship. Fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of sex. You're not attracted to your partner. You're probably unhappy with how things turned out. You probably have a lot of regret in life and marriage and work and everything else. Mm-hmm. You're kind of in a shit storm and you don't know how to get out. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the other side. Like, why would you not bring your wife? This yeah. is the best experience ever. I get to hang out on the beach. I get to fuck my wife every night. We get to have drinks and good food. Why would we not want to do that together? Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't get why that's a mystery to people. Yeah. But yeah. it is. I know. You know? I know? Well, I guess that's a bad example because you're the one that is allowing me to go with you. <laughs> allowing you. No, you it's know? just... I but mean, so many women have turned this into... A girls, a girls trip. trip, yeah. It is a a fun thing that I want to experience with you. Yeah. Why would I not want to do this with you? Like you you're my person yeah. and we need to do things together. I mean I want to it's not that I we need to, but we, I want this is what I want for us. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't imagine being like, Oh yeah, honey, I'm gonna take Courtney with me instead of you, mm-hmm. you know, like, sorry, Courtney, but <laughs> yeah, I'd rather take Seth. <laughs> right. He's my, he's my person. And she would understand that too. Well, yeah. Like if she. She'd take Ryan over you. Yeah. yeah. She better anyway. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I bet so many women are looking at this as, all right, well, hubby, you're staying home with the kids. Mm-hmm. Like a girls weekend, four <laughs> days in Punta Cana. I know. So neck like a little easy, easy, sheezy. Um, but so even with that, like I was gonna say, so I can act like a little puta in Punta. <laughs> a little puta, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, like even with that, so if you were a a woman that you know didn't want to bring your husband, and I guess we'll probably see it play out. Mm-hmm in Punta Cana but what I can see happening is these girls getting all drunk having a good old time on the dance floor and I mean how many times have we seen it at the nurses conventions we've gone to oh my gosh I know I've brought you to every single thing I've gone to where it's going to be heavily nurse involved i mean the mm. ena conference that was what we were in orlando that year <clears throat> yeah was yeah. ena uh-huh. and i swear to god aside from like two other people we were the only married couple there mm-hmm. everything else was a bunch of women who were nurses who wanted to get away from their husbands and get away from their hospitals and go out and act like a bunch of little nurse hoes mm-hmm. all over orlando mm-hmm. they wanted to sleep with everybody in the hotel they wanted to 
sleep with everybody out in the town. They wanted to hook up with any male nurse was, that was there. I mean, it was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and everyone listening is probably like, yeah, no wonder Crystal's going with you. She yeah, that's true. She's probably a jealous bitch, and she can't she can't handle that. It's like being around all those nurses, and that's okay. Yeah, You're like yeah, yeah I okay. am jealous, and I don't want him around a bunch of nurses. Yeah, I don't. I don't want him around a bunch of nurses, and even though like I know I trust. I trust, like I've said it in a previous episode, one of my favorite quotes, I trust you, I just don't trust other bitches. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's just how it is. I don't trust. I mean, if you're in the fitness industry, I would never be like, yeah, go to that fitness conference with oh. all, the, all the other dudes that lift weights. Yeah. I trust everything that's going to happen there. Yeah. You know, fuck no, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to get a pump on before I go. <laughs> Flexing everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, this I is mean, this is my wife and this is my husband. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a no brainer. But, but yeah, going back to the the Dominican thing. But yeah, th- that's probably how it's going to play out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I very, mean, I know there's very there's, flirty. there's there's some women like that I that are actually on my direct team or whatever that they are bringing their husbands, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that they are that yeah. they are like that. And that's probably who we'll hang out with. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there, yeah, there's other women out there that need a break and mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And and but that's the whole thing is how is this going to how is that going to impact your marriage yeah. or how can it impact your marriage? Not even how is it going to, because you don't know what's going to happen. You really don't. But there is <clears throat> certain things that can play out throughout the entire course of the trip that can go wrong Mm -hmm. and you can do something stupid that you're going to regret in the future yeah exactly well in in those situations and scenarios oh my gosh i've had my wrong leg cross this whole time my knees buckling up on me there are there are things with those scenarios where you know you can You can look at worst, I mean, even what's worst case scenario? Worst case scenario in that example of of a a female spouse heading off to another country for four days, worst case scenario, she cheats, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that what we're yeah. saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario is she cheats. Is, is I mean, this is a gross assumption. Is cheating worse than worst case scenario she gets, like, kidnapped and sold into... Oh gosh! Like sex trafficking, that would probably be worse than that cheating. would probably be worse than cheating. But but they're both really really bad. They're both really bad. I mean, yeah. that, that's a pretty big Sophie's choice. Would you rather your wife cheat on you or get sold into? Because if she cheats on you, she's not going to be your wife anymore anyway. Right? <laughs> well, but like if she gets sold into sex trafficking, will she be your wife? Yeah, but if you track then? her down and you find her and you pull like a, a Liam Neeson from Taken, <laughs> oh you can God. get her back. I guess so. That's scary. I know. I know. That's really scary, though. And it could happen. So maybe that, I don't know. One of those is worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had one of the one of the people that worked for me was going to take a trip to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And she decided not to because she was in a chat group. 
And all of these women were like, do not go here by yourself. Yeah. I was kidnapped. I mean, there was 25 different stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, real possibility, I well, guess. Well, I know. Well, not only that. So, <laughs> a client that I had, she actually met her husband in DR. And uh, she almost got kidnapped on some place i don't i mean it wasn't on a resort or anything i guess so i mean mm-hmm. even still like she almost got kidnapped they uh they put like they this guy came like i don't know if he's like i swear she said he was riding a horse maybe i'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> but he came maybe it was like a bicycle mm-hmm. he was riding and this guy came with a machete and like uh stole her and her friends uh purses Mm -hmm. and um like cut the purses off of their stuff she's bleeding out uh her friend almost gets kidnapped Mm -hmm. by these guys in the dominican and uh and then her now husband came and saved her life Mm -hmm. but if it wasn't for her husband coming and saving her life those guys would have kidnapped both of them both her and her friend and taking all their money and all that. Yeah, but if they hadn't tried to kidnap him, she wouldn't have met her husband. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's bad about this story. I'm just saying, <laughs> no, if you <laughs> something bad can happen, yeah. and if I didn't have you with me, mm-hmm. and something like that happened, like what could what could happen? Yeah. So worst case scenario is somewhere around that ballpark. Yeah. Best case scenario is still you neglect your partner and decide to go take an adventure without them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So is that bad as getting kidnapped? No. Is it still damaging to your relationship? Could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? I know. And if you guys are playing that you owe me one thing where he's like, yeah, go, go. And he's like, all right, fellas, I let my wife go to the Dominican for four days. Vegas is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you wrong. You guys are wrong for each other. Oh, gosh, yeah. Because we would be going to the Dominican together. And Vegas, to Vegas together. together. Yeah. yeah. We've done Vegas before. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I don't see what's appealing about going to Vegas with a bunch of dudes dressing up and pretending like you want to go out and try to get laid. Ugh. Versus taking your hot ass wife, getting dressed up, and actually getting fucking laid. I know. <laughs> I don't. I. Once yeah. again, I... Says everything I need to know about your relationship mm-hmm. and your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I it's and that that's where it's, I try to kind of step back and 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 try to be realistic with some of this stuff. I mean, well, not everybody's like us. Mm-hmm. Dooney having a sneezing fit. Mm-hmm. And but I still just kind of come back to like, well, fix it. I know. I mean. You know, I, 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 I don't, I don't get it. I don't, you, you know, your priorities are screwed up. Your attraction levels is skewed. Your perceptions of your partner's off. Your everything is. There's just so many little things that need to be tweaked, tweaked, and readjusted, and adjusted, and fixed. That that's where I go back to what I said earlier. It is going to take work to get that stuff realigned. Yeah. Uh huh. And know? that's where it is going to take having the conversations, making sure that that you guys are on the same page that mm-hmm. you that you let them know everything that is 
all of your feelings. And you both have to want the same thing. Mm-hmm. One of you that wants to do everything with your partner and, you're, and the partner's like, no, I don't want to do everything with you. That's not going to work. Mm-mm. It's just not going to go to work. It goes back to what I've said a few episodes ago or through multiple episodes of you're you're now that one person in a rowboat rowing in a circle Mm -hmm. not going anywhere you both have to be rowing heading to the same shoreline Mm -hmm. and and that's you know once again your partner has to want the same thing your partner has to want to spend all this time with you your partner has to want to have passion and sex with you your partner has to want to go on vacation with you i mean you you both have to want the same thing Mm -hmm. you have to have a common freaking goal Yep. It can't just be one of you wanting that goal. Mm-mm. It's not going to work. Somebody's going to get dragged along to this finish line in a race they didn't even want to be in. Yeah. And eventually that's not going yeah. to. It's not going to sustain. You can try to make that work for as long as you can, mm-hmm. but eventually it's going to fall apart. Yeah. And things are and not going to go your way. And even if it doesn't fall apart and you stay together till one of you dies... Was it really success? Yeah, you, if they ain't success, and you still aren't nearly as happy as a couple like us. Mm-mm. Yeah. Do you want to be happy, or do you want to stay married? I know. We want both. Yeah, exactly. Because if you think that you can't be happy and stay married, get divorced. Mm-hmm. And if just staying married is success to you and you're not happy, get divorced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I know. Um, See, one of those is good enough. Gives you a decent little buzz. Yeah. Uh, probably doesn't hurt that we had four shots before. I guess that's true. That's a good beer. Name. Yeah, All I know. Stuff. Yeah, it's that's really so good. good. Really, really good. Kentucky yeah. Bourbon Barrel L. Yeah. Go out and find it. We found it at like three different liquor stores out here. Yeah, now we did. So I think that uh-huh. it's been distributed multiple places uh-huh. now. So yeah, so you should be able to it find down. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think I have anything else to add. No, we said it on the, the video we shared for the drinks. Uh, I meant to say it at the beginning of this. We are still accepting applications mm-hmm. for couples who are currently having issues. If we talked about something today that hits on what you're dealing with, we want to have you on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We want to talk to you about it. We want to hear about your issues. We want to, you know, not something you've resolved. I don't, you know, we're not, we're not looking for that right now. We're looking for couples that are currently in the middle of contemplating divorce or trying to work out some major issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever those are. Mm-hmm. You just had a kid yeah. and you're not having sex anymore. You just moved to a new town and, and you don't have friends and that's causing an issue. And, mm-hmm. you know, all whatever it is, hit us up. We want to have you on the podcast. Yeah. Yes, we definitely do. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. thank you to those of you that have reached out mm-hmm. and have, um, that do that are going to be yeah, on the show on. yeah so um but yeah i don't yeah i don't i really don't have anything else to add about about this topic uh i mean i think that it's hopefully it was helpful though to to people i mean having the foresight it's it, it's just those little things that you just don't think are going to happen mm-hmm. but and you don't want to be stuck in the what if situations, but something bad can come out of mm-hmm. a lot of different things. And you need to kind of understand those alternate paths. Yeah. That that you can go outcomes. down. Right. Outcomes. Yeah. That you can that you can go down. Yeah. And um yeah, and and try to 
make sure that you're making the best decisions and everything for your relationship. You don't want to look back with hindsight and be like, this all could have been avoided if I was with my partner. Yeah. Just be with your partner in the first place. Uh Uh-huh. Because this wouldn't have happened. If my partner was here, this wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. If I would have stayed home with my partner, this wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. If I'd have brought my partner, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Just take your partner everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be together. Be happy. That's what you gotta do. Uh-huh. But yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, join the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy Facebook group, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you.